Hello and welcome to today's Here's to Your Health podcast. I'm Don Lensman, Executive Director of Marketing and Development at Crawford County Memorial Hospital. My guest on the podcast today is Jessica Duncan. Jessica is a certified dementia practitioner and walk manager for the Alzheimer's Association Iowa chapter. And Jessica, thank you for joining me today. Thank you for having me. You have a very interesting title, so why don't we begin today by having you tell us a little bit about your background and your experiences with the Alzheimer's Association. Awesome. So, like you said, my name is Jessica Duncan. Uh, I am a Council Bluffs native, went to Creighton University. Health Administration and Policy degree is my Bachelor's of Science. Um, and what I really enjoy is that with that degree, I've been able to help a lot of families in the Council Bluffs and Southwest Iowa area uh, between helping open a memory care in the past, home health services, Medicare information, assisted independent living, uh, and now working at the association. And so I joined the Iowa Chapter Association, Alzheimer's Association, excuse me, in November uh, as staff. But before that, I was a volunteer for them in seven different roles for five years prior to that. Wow. Uh, with also being um, in the field clinically, um, helping families navigate this. Uh, We did find out in 2019 that my dad at 53 was showing signs. And so now we're four years later, he's 57. He has a rare form of dementia, frontotemporal dementia with primary progressive aphasia. And that's similar to what Bruce Willis has, if anybody's kept uh, tabs on that. And he is completely nonverbal, which is not what you typically think of with the different dementias. Um, but now I get to be a personal caregiver on top of professional. So wow. Wow. Uh, that's, meant that, to be. that's an that's an amazing that's an amazing story. So um, the reason that we have Jessica as our guest today is because June is Alzheimer's Aware- Awareness Month. And we want to talk about this a little bit. So, Jessica, maybe we begin by talking about the difference between Alzheimer's and dementia. Great question. So, they are used so interchangeably. Um, Dementia is the umbrella term. Alzheimer's is the most common type. So, if you kind of think about it in terminology, kind of like when we use cancer, as our umbrella term, and there are multiple types of cancer. It's similar to the way that we say that dementia and Alzheimer's are different. So Alzheimer's is 60 to 80% of all people with a dementia diagnosis, so that's why it's so used so interchangeably, is because that's the most common type of dementia. You know, you talked about your dad's uh, case where, you know, at 53, he showed signs of dementia. Maybe maybe the people who are listening today uh, have an interest in knowing what are some of the early signs of Alzheimer's disease? Great question. So uh, typically we think of that um, that short-term memory loss. Um, if you've ever watched Finding, Do- uh, Finding Dory or Finding Nemo, um, you know, kind of forgetting those things like where we, our addresses, our phone number, those types of things are pretty typically what we think of. Um, but at the Alzheimer's Association, you can visit that at any time, ALZ.org. We do have the 10 warning signs that go through all top 10 of those. Uh, the one that we saw the most was um he was missing about every other word in the sentence. So there was speech um, impairment for him and his specific type of dementia that is pretty common with those that have 
these more rare types of dementias versus Alzheimer's. Um, so obviously, like you said, um, Alzheimer's is the most common type, so we think of that short-term memory loss, uh, maybe repeating ourselves more than we had in the past, but it can vary all the way to having speech impairment like we do. My guest on the podcast today is Jessica Duncan. Jessica is a certified dementia practitioner and walk manager for the Alzheimer's Association Iowa chapter. We're talking about Alzheimer's awareness because June is Alzheimer's Awareness Month. And Jessica, we just got done talking about the early signs of Alzheimer's disease, a follow-up to that. Uh, what are the stager, uh, stages of Alzheimer's disease? So there are a couple different scales that clinicians can use uh, depending on what um, what we're really getting at. At the Alzheimer's Association, those stages-wise, we do early, middle, and late. Uh, just to kind of simplify it, just know if you are caring for someone or going through the uh, diagnosis process, there are different scales that range from one to four or one to six. So it just kind of depends on your clinician. Uh, at the association, like I said, we use early, middle, and late stage. Uh, a lot of our advocacy asks talk about how important it is to find the dementia in the early stage uh, because of the different treatment options that we have in the trial are only eligible for those in early to mild stage or mid stage. So those kind of explain the stages a little bit more in detail. Yeah, you know, I think some people are uh, when they hear the words Alzheimer's disease, it, it can be a little scary for them, mostly because there's still some mystery about what the causes of that might be, and perhaps you can help us to, to know a little bit more about what the causes of Alzheimer's disease are. Yeah, so the number one risk factor is age. So all of us are getting older, right? Uh, it's not really something that we have a lot of control over, uh, but the magic number that puts you at highest risk is 65. So 65 and older are at highest risk, and the next risk factor group is 85 and above. So that's definitely the number one risk factor. Um, a lot of our preventative things that we talk about are if it's heart healthy, it's brain healthy. So really making sure that you're talking to your clinician about your heart health can actually be helpful for um, knowing if it could be Alzheimer's or dementia and if it could cause something down the road. Uh, a big example of that is if it was something that you've had a stroke in the past, you could be at higher risk for something called vascular dementia. Uh, other causes, there are more rare causes like chemically induced dementia, alcohol induced dementia. Um, there was also uh, Parkinson's. There is a Parkinson's type of dementia as well. So it just kind of depends on your background. Obviously, family uh, does have a little bit of a role in it. And there are specific types of Alzheimer's that put you at high risk that you can do genetic testing for. Um, so, you know, there are a couple of those types of familial or her um, genetic components to it, but age is the number one risk factor. So, so you did talk about, about the hereditary uh, factor in Alzheimer's disease. Let's talk about that for a second. Before we started our recording today, um, I shared with you that uh, both my maternal grandparents suffered from Alzheimer's. My mother also had Alzheimer's. Uh, is there a huge hereditary component to that? Not huge. Um, there is a slight risk. Um, so. I like to talk about the documentary um, that is really interesting that talks about this in more detail and it's very recent. 
Uh, so if anybody is interested in more of the information on hereditary types of Alzheimer's, uh, there is a docu-series on Disney Plus right now called Limitless. It's a six-part series, and it's about the Hemsworth family. So if anybody's Thor fans or Chris Liam, there's a few of the brothers there. In this series, he finds out that he has that magic gene. And so um, there are certain types that you can do the genetic testing for to see if you have that or if it is for sure. Um, or very high likelihood, excuse me. Uh, we did the genetic testing for my family and it is not hereditary. So it just kind of depends. It's more rare, but it can happen. My guest on the podcast today is Jessica Duncan. Jessica is a certified dementia, uh, dementia practitioner and a walk manager for the Alzheimer's Association Iowa chapter. We're talking about uh, June as Alzheimer's Awareness Month. And uh, Jessica, we've been talking about uh, you know some of the stages and causes of Alzheimer's. Is there any cure for Alzheimer's disease? I wish I could tell you yes. That's what will put me out of a job someday is when we find that cure. Right now we have treatments and we have a couple different medications that are in the news for really having great results on making more quality time for those individuals. But the easy answer is we do not have a cure for this disease right now. So considering there is no cure, what about, what, what can we do to prevent uh, the onset of Alzheimer's? Anything at all? Yes, so actually heart health equals brain health. So if you can make sure that you are making heart healthy decisions uh, diet-wise, the Mediterranean diet is a really good one. If you know that you're at higher risk or trying to do something ahead of schedule, it has a lot of fish and omega-3 fatty acids in that as suggested uh, intake, and so that's been really shown to help. And then the other thing to keep in mind for prevention is keeping your brain healthy with keeping it busy. So volunteering has actually been shown to help with many different kind of uh, disease processes and keeping yourself active as well as exercise and um, knowing your family history. Um, there also is some understanding of if you're at higher risk for it, uh, depending on your, um, your genetic makeup. So we do know at the association with some of the research that we've done of groups of people that are, are at higher risk, um, not saying that you can prevent it per se, but know ahead of schedule that you might be at higher risk. Uh, number one is that the African-American and black community are two times as likely to have dementia, and the Latino and Hispanic community is one and a half times more likely. Women were two-thirds of the population that have a dementia diagnosis. So those are some of the groups of people that are at higher risk. You know, at the beginning of the podcast, uh, you mentioned that um, not only are you uh, a dementia practitioner, but you're also now a caregiver uh, for your dad. I know that this is um, a, a, an expensive thing uh, for, for patients and families. Is there anywhere that people can go to find some financial help for people who have Alzheimer's disease? or for the caregivers that are taking care of them? Um, that's a great question. It is a hard one to answer. Um, in our circumstance, it made most sense to go the Medicaid route um, for him with being so young, um, not quite being on Medicare, and uh, his specific disease could be as long as 19 years. So, um, you know, obviously knowing your resources in the area, we are working on some advocacy asks 
at the state level with the Alzheimer's Association Iowa chapter to hopefully have some more funds that are worked into our budget uh, here in the state of Iowa in future years. But as of right now, we do not have that. Uh, we do have other neighboring states that have worked those out with uh, our government systems in other states, and so we're hoping to see that trend happen. Um, some other financial things to check into would be if the dementia family is either a spouse or a veteran uh, themselves. Those are some different uh, funds that can help with medical costs. And then obviously always knowing if the person has long-term care insurance to possibly pay for some of those outstanding costs as they're trying to figure out what the long-term goal and plan is. Medicare does pay for home health services. Um, that was what my background was before coming to the Alzheimer's Association. And so that can be weekly visits from a nurse or therapist that can come and help them with that. That's covered through Medicare. So a lot of dementia care in the state of Iowa is private pay, but those are some resources to definitely look into as well as meals on wheels and other resources outside of just that direct care. You know, one more time, I'd like you to, to give the contact information if there's anybody who's listening today who would like to learn more about the Alzheimer's Association, uh, Iowa chapter, if there's anybody out there who would like to support the walk that uh, Alzheimer's Association has every year, where would people go to get that information, Jessica? Anyone is able to reach out to me directly if they would like. My cell phone number is 515-325-5287, or my email address is jsduncan at ald.org. Anyone is able to go to ald.org at any time. I apologize, I think I said my email wrong, jsduncan at ald.com. Um, and ald.org is open 24-7. It can be translated into Spanish as well um, and is a really good resource for those families that are just kind of trying to figure out what the next step is as well as we have an 800 number that anyone can call and it can be translated into over 240 different languages at 800-272-3900. Um, and like I said, that's 24-7 at the help and crisis line. Uh, I've had dementia patients that didn't want to talk to me at two o'clock in the morning, uh, but were wonderful to talk to some of the master level clinicians on our care team that do that helpline 24-7. So it's a great resource for family care caregivers as well. Um, the walk is coming up in Harlan September 16th at Pioneer Park. Registration starts at 9 o'clock. We will be having a musician doing our emceeing this year that was just down in Nashville last week. His name is Kevin Keith, uh, and so he has a song about caring for his mom with dementia as well that he'll be performing, and it's free to sign up for the walk. We'll have um, inflatable axe throwing. We'll have food. We'll have all kinds of stuff for the family to join us. So with that being the case, uh, let's plan on getting together again sometime before the walk so that we can promote that and uh, get people to turn out and help you with that. How about it? I would love that. We would, we're hoping to raise $43,000 for the, uh, the three different buckets of research, care and concern, and uh, awareness for this cause so that hopefully we can see a world without Alzheimer's someday. And we'd be, we would be happy to help support that. In fact, the hospital does uh, support it monetarily every year, but we'd love to be able to help you promote that because I think it's a really, really important thing. 
Thank you so much. This is a huge help by even talking about it. We do have a support group uh, every month at the Cast Health uh, Atlantic area, one in Harlan, and then we also have a community education series going on at the Shelby Community Center in July and August for the next two dates of that. So there's a free education for everyone in the local area as well. Excellent. Jessica, thank you so much for joining me today, and we'll look forward to talking to you again before we get to the walk. Thank you so much. Have a great day. You too. My guest on the podcast today has been Jessica Duncan. Jessica is a certified dementia practitioner and walk manager for the Alzheimer's Association Iowa chapter. We've been talking about June as Alzheimer's Awareness Month. I'm Don Lintzman, Executive Director of Marketing and Development at Crawford County Memorial Hospital. We care for life.